Welcome to the Merchants of Dirt podcast, episode number three. Joining me for the Merchants of Dirt podcast, this is your insider's guide to practical recreational engineering, where I teach you the art and science of building, promoting, and directing off-road races. I'm your host, professional reckoneer and race promoter Kyle Bondo. Coming up in this episode, I'm going to guide you through the creation of something every race promoter needs before they decide to go into business, and that is a vision. The title of this episode is Your First Strategic vision quest and if you thought the title meant this episode is about going out and finding your spirit animal well you're partially right by the way i think my spirit animal is a red fox uh, only say this because they seem to follow me around every time i'm on the trail but uh alas this is not that kind of episode no the vision i think you're ready for is the one that helps you figure out where you see yourself in the future think about that for a minute the future I mean, this future is not necessarily focused on your family, friends, and livelihood. And it could con- conclude those things. But this is about your race promotion future. It's what I want to talk about today. It's the self you see when you think about creating events. My mother would say that a proper vision quest you know, could produce similar results. But you won't need to do any sweat lodge to understand the kind of vision I want you to create. Spirit quests, revivals, and walkabouts have their place. However, all I want you to walk away with after this episode is done is a process for thinking up a simple vision that you can use to guide you and push you towards something really great. We'll rethink, we'll rethink your whole life another day. So let's get started with just coming up with a vision. Okay, so I hear you saying out there, what's all this vision talk about, Kyle? Well, the kind of vision I want you to build is has a, a special name, and it's called a strategic vision. Now that you're thinking, strategic vision, that sounds hard. No worries. The kind of vision, no, this kind of vision, is used to help you build your first race, or maybe even your first race promotion company. It begins with understanding the, of what a strategic vision is and what it's used for. So the simplest definition of strategic vision is this. It's a specific view of the future used to inform and guide your goals and objectives in the present. That's it. See, that's not scary at all. It's how and where you see yourself and your race, or your races, when it's complete. It is also the connection you have with your event that will allow you to visualize what kind of experience you want someone to have when they encounter it. I mean, be it physical, emotional, spiritual, know whatever experience they have your challenge is to understand that connection and build a race that will achieve that experience but how do you go from visualizing the experience you want your racers to have to actually creating a strategic vision to guide you well that's a great question so this is the the podcast that hopefully will answer that question the creation of your, your strategic vision comes in three steps it is captured perfectly in this neat little sports psychology saying that goes something like this. If you see it and you can believe it, you can achieve it. Say it with me. 
if you can see it and you can believe it, you can achieve it. You've probably heard the saying before or seen it written on a gym wall or had someone recite it to you while you were doing 600 flutter kicks. Yeah, that's a story for another time. But regardless, you're going to use it as a framework to build your vision. So let's kind of let's kind of dissect that saying. If you see it and you can believe it, you can achieve it into its parts and understand kind of the depth that that saying has connected to it. So let's start with the first part. You know, step 1 is seeing it. So in seeing it, we now now here comes the the spiritual stuff, you know, the the deep thinking stuff. So okay, now I want you to I want you to meditate, or just have a moment, a quiet moment, to just think for yourself. I mean, however you want to think about it, I want you to take the next few minutes and find a quiet a quiet place. Go ahead and shut off all the distractions. Turn off your phone. Turn off the internet. No more email. Turn off the TV. You know, just be still for a minute and, and just kind of take this in. And if you need to. You might even want to put on some mellow music in the background, go to your happy place, whatever it takes to have a minute to yourself. And if you need to, pause this for a while and turn it back on when you're ready. Okay? I'll wait. Ready? Okay. First, I want you to close your eyes. Now take a deep breath. Slowly let it out. Good. Now I want you to consider why you are doing this. Why do you want to produce off-road races? Think about it, okay? Holding on to the why, I want you to now see your first race. See those smiling faces. See all the fun they're having. Now take yourself into the future. Take yourself one year after your race. What does that look like? What does success in one year look like to you? Can you see it? Can you see your first year of successful races already under your belt? That is your first glimpse into what the future could be. Now take another deep breath. And count backwards from three with me. Ready? Three, two, one. Now open your eyes. Okay? Not so hard, was it? Not exactly the spiritual journey into the spirit animal world or sweat watches, sweat lodges, right? For some of you, this might have been a bit uncomfortable, and I, I totally, I totally understand that. But I'm going to go out on a limb here and say that most of you could see your race promotion business in one year, maybe even if you give this some time, as far out as three years, maybe even five years. Taking a long look inside your own desire of why you want to create events will help you begin to conceptualize the path you will need to take to get there. Meanwhile, if you do see any talking animals while your eyes are closed, uh, try to listen to what they have to say. But please do remember that animals don't really talk, so anything you hear, take it with a grain of salt. Okay, back to our walkabout, or our meditation, or our silent moment. You know, whatever you want to call it. Okay, eyes closed again. Ready? Deep breath. <gasps> ah, okay, here we go again. Why are you doing this? Why do you want to put on a race in the first place? Why do you want to build a race promotion company? Is it fame? Power? Stacks of money? What is driving you down the race promotion path? 
Need some help putting this in words? Okay, when I close my eyes, I see my vision as a desire to make a difference in people's lives. You may have the same vision, and it's not a bad vision to have. I mean, to be an effective race promoter, you have to, at some level, want to make an impact on people and not just manage the mechanics of a race. I mean, race promotion is a people-first business. If you don't like people, you might want to think about getting out now. But if you're like me, and you want to see your events have this physical, emotional, maybe even a spiritual impact in people's lives, you need to see yourself in that people-first role. Are your eyes still closed? Good. Try to visualize yourself out exploring trails all day, getting exercise while you work, marking race courses, and dreaming up new and amazing places to explore and challenge people. Do you see yourself doing those things? Perfect. Now try to imagine the people that will come and visit you in that place. What are they doing? What kind of experiences are they having? What are they, what are they saying to you? Are they having fun? Do you see them giving you smiling faces, high fives as they finish, or telling you thank you before they head home? If you can visualize those things, you're one step closer to building something that can achieve those reactions. Now time to come back. Ready? Deep breath. Uh, counting backwards from three again. Three, two, one. There we go. Eyes open. Welcome back. Doing okay? Good. Try to remember what you saw while you were in your happy place. If you need to go, go back and listen to it again. Take a few moments and work through this step. You know, think of the questions. Think of the answers to those questions. Explore what you want people to experience when they come to your race. Once you have an idea of what this is, you're going to need to write it down. Yes, I know. Homework. Wonderful, right? I graduated high school, graduated college. I'm doing homework again. No, no. This is the kind of homework that you need to do. You need to work on your company, work on your on your race promotion business. So, if you got to write it down, and you're like, oh, boy, what am I going to do? Here are some examples. Okay? So, Kyle's got you covered. All right? So, here we go. Here's some examples. Quote, I want to challenge mountain bike riders to see how many laps they can do in 12 hours. Quote, I want to create a course that takes racers up and over a mountain. That'd be pretty cool, right? Quote, I want to have a festival that takes up the whole weekend with both casual activities and stage races. Mmm, enduro, hey. Quote, I want to be the host to the best of the best in a championship event I create. Quote, I want to establish an annual picnic where folks from all around come and explore the trails as a group. Now, all these are valid, but they have nothing to do with your vision. Your vision is just that, yours. It's something only you can have. It is personal to you, and no one else can take that away from you. But you have to conceptualize it. Then you have to write it down. Because if you don't give your vision form, it will be difficult to share it with those willing to help you realize it. So, remember the mantra? Here we go. And the people said, if you can see it, and you can believe it, you can achieve it. All right. That's, that's the see it part. Now let's go into the believe it part. Now let's put some structure around your vision. Look back on what you wrote down. 
For the sake of this step, we'll use the off-road racing example that I'm very familiar with. This is the 12-hour endurance event. In this case, we'll focus on the event as it's designed to see how many laps racers can do in 12 hours. You know, it's a very popular mountain biking. But I like this example because you can substitute mountain biking with trail running or even adventure racing very easily. So let's continue. This seems to be like it's going to be a big event. I mean, having racers do 12 hours means you're going to have staff on hand before and after the event. And you're probably going to be finished in the dark, depending on the type of year you do this event. And with lots of racers going to and from transitions, tents, cars, and restrooms all day long. That's a large undertaking. And if you've never built a race like this before, it's a, you know, it's kind of a big deal. But that's not the point of the vision exercise. We're focusing on your vision. Now, your vision is to see the 12-hour event as your end goal to your efforts. And what do we mean by that? The event in your vision is what you need to build up to. Not create your, you know, not create your first time out. Using the 12-hour race example as your end goal, you need to break it down into believable events that will lead you to a final goal. The 12-hour race is a lot to handle. So what about six? What about three hours? What about one hours? A one-hour race is not that big. You know, by working backwards from your vision, you can start to see how you could progress your vision's goal over time. I mean, just like most people start working out for the race that they want to finish, you know, going exercising and getting fit to, you know, give your best possible effort to the race. I mean, you don't sign up for something this huge, you know, like a marathon, your first time out. Your first race is not going to be that big. At least I hope you don't make your race that big. Start with something small, you know, like a three-mile trail run, you know, the 5K in the woods, you know, and work towards the big race. I mean, you follow the same, you know, and follow the same pattern. The key is believing you can achieve your vision is to work to it incrementally. You don't know what that means. That means piece by piece, chunk by chunk. So let's look back at our 12-hour example. The 12-hour race is a very ambitious goal if you want to achieve in a year. You start maybe something small, like a two-hour race at a local park, and then you graduate to the four-hour race. Maybe you do two two-hour races. Maybe you have beginners and juniors go first. <laughs> Maybe you have a, a third race, which is half your goal. You do the, you know, the six-hour event. You give your taste of what the goal feels like without have, with only doing half the challenge. Maybe your fourth race, you start building up to that. You do a couple more events, and so on and so forth, until you work your way up to the 12-hour event. And in the, uh, in the Achieve It part, we'll go into a very big detail. But right now, just kind of give an idea that you don't want to do it all at once. You want to do it in pieces, incrementally. That is how you break down your vision into believable chunks. I mean, the big vision is too big to believe in right now. You need just a little part of the big vision to work with, just a chunk of it, then another chunk, then two chunks, and fit them together into a big chunk until you have enough chunks of your big vision in place to make your big vision now seem not so big anymore. I mean, think about your vision again. Working backwards, what are the chunks that you think between you and your big vision? What are the ones that start between where you are now and where you want to be in the future? What do you need to think are the necessary events that need to happen before you can call your big vision complete? Where do you see it all beginning? Does it start with your first race? And what does your first race look like? Can you see it? 
Can you see that first step? If you can, write it down. Then think of the next chunk. What comes next? What would you like to come next? Write that down. And that's what comes after the first one. The important, you know, it's important to have a conversation with yourself, yourself about when you want to see your big vision come true. Yes, you know, I'm really kind of talking about talking to yourself. It's okay. People do it all the time. It's just when you answer yourself, that's when you have the problem. Okay, but talk to yourself. Think back to the twelve-hour race example. You give it down one year as your time goal that spans between your first step and the completion of your big vision. However, that might not be a realistic amount of time. You might discover six months down the path that your big vision will actually take multiple years to achieve, and that's okay. Don't freak out. The path to your vision might have steps along the way that take longer than others. You can't know what the future will hold. Each step is an educated guess. And what it will take to reach your big vision might not be what you thought it was six months ago. So instead of making it hard on yourself, work backwards from your big vision goal to where you think you should begin. Plenty of visions, you know, even in other industries, not just race promoters, span three to five years. The goal is to have a vision that you can believe in and you can organize yourself around and that you can achieve because it's the bite-sized chunks that look doable because your vision needs to be believable. Do you think the first time race promoters vision to host a thousand race championship event within three months of starting their business is believable? No, that vision is delusional. It's not believable. And if a vision that is not believable is certainly going to fail. So don't sabotage your efforts before you've even begun. Give yourself enough time to complete each step towards your big vision and lay it out in a believable plan that you think you can achieve. Is your first time race promoters vision to host a championship event within three years of starting your business believable? Yeah, that's pretty believable. That sounds like a very possible big vision. So make your vision believable. It's very important to your success. Remember, you have to believe it. Make it something that you believe in. You know, and the race promoter said, if you can see it and you can believe it, you can achieve it. All right, so that's see it. That's believe it. Mm, now the achieve it part. Oh, here's where the rubber meets the road, right? Where the shoe meets the trail. Where the boat the paddle meets the water. Ski meets the snow. Yeah, okay, I can go on forever. Anyway, achieve it. Step three, your big achieve it plan. Okay, with your believable vision before you, you now have the formula for creating the specific goals to what makes it all achievable. It is your job now to define what those goals are. Once you have a def defined goals, you should lay out your path to your vision. I mean, some goals can be grouped together, and when we group these together, we like to call them milestones. Yeah, you know, like the big things in the yard, big flat round things, a milestone. So like hosting your first race, and these are the sort of goals that can be considered a milestone. But once you have your race, you know, once your race is finished and you have achieved that milestone, you'll lay off milestones out to form a path. And this path is has a destination. You're never going to believe what that destination is. Yeah, okay, you already guessed it. It's your vision. Remember that the vision is where you're going. It's your destination. So if your first race is the first milestone, then there's a whole bunch of other milestones that lead up to that 
you know, thousand race, right? thousand member race championship event you want to have in three years. But what are those stones? I mean, like Dorothy from the Wizard of Oz following the Yellowbrick Road, your road is made out of milestones. And if you lay all these milestones out on a piece of paper, they would kind of form a map, right? Well, the word we like to use in business is a road map. And this road map would have an arrow on it that says in big bold letters, you are here. So on the other side of that road map would be another big arrow. And that would say vision achieved. So what's in between those two arrows? You guessed it. Milestones full of goals and objectives that you need to complete to get from the you are here to the vision achieved. So where is your year heart, you are here arrow? What do you think your first milestone is? What is your first goal? How about your first step to your first goal? If you know what that is, start there. You've already come up with a vision. You've already know what you think you or where you think you want to go, what you want to do and how you want to do it. And you have the beginnings of a roadmap to how to get to where you want to go. The only thing left is to articulate what each of those milestones are that you need to create to get there and roughly when those events need to happen. Remember, that's the believable part. That would be a lot of good information to have your fingertips if you knew where to start. So, do you? Do you know where the start is? I remember a saying that goes, if you don't know where the start, where the start is, start at the beginning. Okay, actually the real saying is by Lewis Carroll, you know, author of Alice in Wonderland. And he said, begin at the beginning and go till you come to the end, then stop. I'm a bigger fan of another quote from Alice through the looking glass that goes, sometimes it believes many a six impossible things before breakfast. Is finding the beginning an impossible thing? No, it is not an impossible thing. But sometimes you need a guide to get you to the beginning of that path. If you still don't know where that is, no worries. You're not alone. Plenty of first-time race promoters have a difficult time finding the beginning. That first stone in your roadmap is hard to set, which is one of the main reasons I founded Reckoneer and started doing this podcast, Merchants of Podcast. I want to help you achieve that vision. Are you ready to know where to begin? So like Lewis Carroll recommends, let's begin at the beginning by asking yourself the following questions. What is your name? What is your quest? What is the airborne velocity of a coconut laden swallow? Okay. Maybe not those questions. <laughs> My geek flag flying there. But there's a grain of truth to those questions from Monty Python that is appropriate to finding out where to start. And I think it's the, what is your quest? Or in off-road racing terms, what kind of off-road racing are you into? What kind of off-road racing company do you want to build? I mean, if you thought about that for, you know, think of, you know, it's kind of, you kind of need to think about it. That's a vision stuff we talked about at the beginning, but you really need to be thinking about that. Are you into trail running? Or maybe you're an adventure racer. You know, adventure racing? How about mountain biking? I mean, what is your discipline of choice when it comes to off-road racing? I mean, picking that kind of race discipline that you want to base your entire off-road racing company can be tricky. 
mostly because your passion for wanting to do this is based upon a combination of factors that are hard to explain. What kind of factors? Uh, the squishy kind. Yeah, yeah, squishy. Those elements of your desire, love, and attraction to a sport discipline that make you enjoy it, obsess over it, fixate on it, before any other. Simply put, it is the sport discipline you identify with the most. Need an example? Okay, try this on for size. When someone asks you, what kind of racer are you? What do you tell them? Do you say, I'm a mountain biker? Or do you proudly state, I'm a trail runner? Or do you love the look on people's faces when you tell them you're an adventure racer? Yeah, mainly because they go, what's that? Or maybe you like the conversation that starts with your road guys when you ask why you cycle cross. Yeah, I love that one too. Whatever your passion, it's your passion. You have a very personal reason for why you enjoy the races you enjoy. But can you build a race or a race promotion company off your passion? Short answer is absolutely. In fact, it is your passion for that kind of racing that will help you build races that you'd want to race yourself. You have all the intimate knowledge of why you like the particular race discipline. And that knowledge gives you an edge over other race promoters when it comes to course design and marketing. You know, why does it give you an edge? I mean, if it's not obvious to you, I mean, by being a fan of the race discipline, you already know what the other racers expect in a good course and where to find them when you need to sell it. That sounds like a pretty good edge. But make no mistake, your passion is an advantage. Not, it's not just, no, let me correct that, not an advantage, it's a great advantage to have. It will help you keep going when building races gets hard, and it, unfortunately it will. And be the main reason that you go from building a hobby to building a race promotion business. And that is where you start. That's where you start. You start with your passion, the race discipline that gets you excited about racing. If you have a passion behind your vision, then you have a huge advantage when it comes to achieving it. Your passion will push you towards a primary discipline, your starting point, an off-road racing discipline that you love. When you know that, what discipline you're going to focus on, it frees you to do all sorts of new things. It is the launching point to discovering your mission. Yes. Some people thought, where's the mission? I knew you are getting a mission, Kyle. Well, here we are. We're at mission. You know, that's that business word. Mission. Mission and vision. Always, people get always screwed up with that. But it's really simple. Mission is the why you are in business in the first place. That's it. Vision is where you want to go. Mission is why you're doing it. And everything else is how you get there. I mean, to build the kind of race you would love to race. The realization of your mission, your reason for being in business, is where you start. It seems simple, right? Okay, consider this. Say you love trail running. Not just any kind of trail running, but those trails, you know, the kind of trails that include long distances. You know what kind of rail races I'm talking about, right? Some might call these ultra trail runs, but for now, longer the better, right? Now, work this into your mission of your off-road racing business. You love long distance trail running. So the mission of your off-road racing business 
will be to design, plan, and direct the best trail running races in Virginia. Eh, it just happens. I live in Virginia, so in Virginia. You know, interstate whatever you live, right? Or country. Or whatever you decide to set up, you know, where you decide to set up shop. But that's it. That's your mission. Now go back through this podcast and consider our running mantra. Remember, if you can see it and you can believe it, you can achieve it. Using what you've already learned, let's do one last exercise to see how it all fits together. Are you ready? So this is where we're going to pull it all together. So we understand vision. We understand our mantra. See it, believe it, achieve it. And we know our mission is the business that we are in. Right? Okay. So using everything we learned, let's say you can see, and we'll use as an example, you can see a trail running event in your distant future. You know, it's a big one. I mean big. Western States, 100-mile endurance run big. It is, you know, being held in one of the biggest parks in your state. It's sold out in 45 minutes with when pre-registration opened online, and it's over 500 runners showing up from all over the country. Now, that's pretty big, right? And you're standing at the starting line looking at the sea of excited trail runners, and you're just, wow, you're just ecstatic. That is a vision achieved. And can you see it? Can you imagine this as a possible vision? If you're still with me, let's translate that into what comes next. To believe that you can build that kind of event, we work backwards from our big event. So what would half of that be? Well, 100-mile endurance run divided in half is 50 miles. That seems really big, too. But if you cut 50 miles in half, you get 25. Okay, now we're talking close to, like, trail marathon, right? I mean, that's, what, 26.3 or something like that, 26.1? I mean, marathons are big in road running. So imagine in trail, eh, pretty big, too, right? Okay, so it's still too big. So what's half of that? That's a half marathon, right? 13.1 miles. That seems kind of manageable. I mean, compared to 100 miles. So now we're kind of getting there. Well, what's half of 13.1? Six and a half miles. Maybe round down. Maybe five miles, right? Five miles is a good distance. Not too short. Not too long. There are plenty of local parks that have enough trail to weave five, a five-mile course out, right? So we make our 100-mile big endurance run vision-believable. We decide that our first milestone, our first goal, will be design, plan, and direct a five-mile trail run. A five-mile trail run is very achievable. That's where your start would be. Deciding that you are going to promote a five-mile trail run. That's it. Because from the first race, you'll have a second race, and a third, and a fourth, and a tenth. You start working the other direction and decide you will promote 10 five-mile races in a, your first major season. You'll do five in the spring and five in the fall. Okay, so you get the summer off. Yeah, well, good for you. And Christmas off, you know, get the whole winter. You know, not a lot of people like to run in the snow, you know, unless you're in one of those states with snowshoe running. Yeah, that is a thing. So maybe you decide to add the 10-mile trail run course option to your existing five-mile runs later in the year to see, you know, get a gauge of to see where the interest lies in the longest, longer races. Then in your second year, you start hosting a half marathon distance. The end of your season with a big race of that season, you know, your first 
Trail Marathon. And if all goes well at those events, you choose to use your third year to promote your first 50-mile race. You keep all the 5, 10, half, and full marathon courses and add the 50-mile endurance run as a new addition. Your fourth year, you spend adding a second or even a third 50-mile trail running course. Maybe you use each 50-mile run as part of a three-race series and the last run as a championship event. You know, then in your fifth year of trail running promotion, you pull out the crown jewel that is your vision, your first 100-mile endurance run. Your vision complete. By seeing yourself doing your first 100-mile endurance race in the future, you have a target to base your milestone work, your milestone work on. If you take that vision, work backwards until you find your starting point, then from that point, you start working forwards into believable chunks until you arrive at your revision again. In this example, your starting point was a simple five-mile trail run. But once you landed on that as your you-are-here location on your roadmap, the milestones you laid out before you established a realistic and achievable five-year plan for achieving your vision. And that's how you do it. If you can see it, and you can believe it, you can achieve it. So have a vision. Decide where to start. Build your first race. Make it real. Then build your next race based upon the milestones of your roadmap and the mission to what kind of races you're going to build. Rinse and repeat. Grow. Expand. And then realize your vision. If you can see it, you can believe it, and you can achieve it. And now you know. That was a lot to take in. You know, the vision talk and some of that kind of deep thinking and thought exercises are kind of tough sometimes. But you made it. You made it all the way to the, to the end of that. And so this podcast is one of those great things. You can go back and listen to it again and again and kind of put those pieces together to build, to build your strategic vision. So I'm really interested to know that if you learn something from that, you know, and you want to learn more, more stuff like this, then I have a few things I want you to do right now. You know, first is go to reckoneer.com slash join and drop your email in the box. You know, that way I can tell you when new episodes are coming out. And second, I really want to hear back from you about this episode. Did you learn something useful? Is there something that I can do to make better? And I would certainly love to hear about your race promotion pains that you have and things that maybe you would like me to cover in future episodes. If so, I'm on Twitter at Merchants of Dirt. No spaces. Merchants of Dirt on Twitter. You know, and, and drop me a tweet and let me know what you uh, what you think what you're thinking about. I'd be I'd love to hear from listeners and definitely will take your your topics into consideration on future episodes. Third and most important, if you love this if you if you loved what the Merchants Earth Podcast has given you today. I'd love for you to go to the Merchants Earth Podcast on iTunes and give me a quick review and five-star rating. I have several buttons all over my uh, over my website at merchantsofdirt.com. And I have links to iTunes and Stitcher and Google Play Music, you know, wherever. And give me that five-star rating. That would be fantastic. I would love that. And I'd love to hear your view. I'd love to know what to, what to say. And you know, if, I, if the review is good enough, I'll even talk about it in a future episode. I am the Reckoneer, Kyle Bondu. Thank you for listening to the Merchants of Earth podcast. 
And I hope you take what you learned today and go weave idle into epic. Until next time.